This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. Join the conversation with the Morning Majlis. Pulse95. Yeah, this is going to be an engaging discussion for many because uh, it's all about electric vehicles. We love driving. We love uh, maybe sound the sound of the engine. And here in the United Arab Emirates, particularly in the wonderful winter season, you'll see lots of fuel-guzzling SUVs uh, conquering the sand dunes. And people love that. This is their uh, everyday uh, sort of activity um, when it comes to uh, those desert areas where people want a fuel-guzzling vehicle. Um But now, uh, what's happened is, the reason why we're talking about cars is Nissan, uh, their CEO has said that they are going to be launching all new models in Europe that will be fully electric. So they're moving away from the idea of fuel-driven vehicles. I'm sure in 20 years down the line, or even 20 to 30 years, EVs will be the thing. And people Mm. will laugh at us thinking... Did you guys really drive uh, <laughs> fuel-driven cars? Um, so it, it's great to see that the future is headed in this direction. And it is after... Uh, and the cars will be made in Sunderland, which is nice. And uh, they, the idea is that more and more vehicle manufacturers are now saying that they've got that 2030 strategy uh, to push and press ahead and only uh, produce electric vehicles for this market. I think it's going to be uh, an interesting move, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's something that is needed. More EV options will certainly mean that there'll be competitive prices, because at the moment, if someone were to say, would you like to buy an EV? My first thought would be, how expensive is is it going to be? Mm. Yes, you're talking about that there'll be less fuel expenditure, but what about my Seawar bill? Mm-hmm. What, what yeah. about my Dewar bill? What about uh, the uh, the the charging unit that I need to add to, to in my garage? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of questions that I'd I'd have mm-hmm. as as an I'd say an average car lover. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, there's a small print that people yeah. need to read about. Um, but it's not just Nissan who are looking to go down this uh, route because Nissan partner Renault, as mm. well as rivals like Ford and Stellantis, have all announced plans to make their European passenger ranges fully electric by the year 2030. It kind of makes me beg the question to, will a fuel-guzzling Nissan be known as a vintage? Will it be con- considered classic in car. the fu- a classic yeah. car? Maybe in the Most future. Most likely, yeah. Um, it's, I mean, looking at the stats, uh, what, what Nissan's been saying, it says one third of the more more than one million EVs it has sold worldwide has been in Europe, and uh, there's a huge trend in in Europe, and of mm-hmm. course there's more legislation surrounding low emission zones and certain zones that you can, and there's also incentives that they provide for uh, these vehicles. Um, in terms of parking and registration, etc., and insurances, uh, but you know what? I, th- I think it's it's amazing to see that that there has been a, a big demand for it, uh, because I think ten years ago it was very little heard of of yeah, people yeah. owning an EV. Yeah. But when you go to Europe now, and even in the UK, you, you go into a shopping mall or, or a um, a retail park, and there's a car park there. There's multiple EV parking stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, here in Sharjah, we've got loads of malls, and they've also got dedicated parking zones for and charging stations for EVs. But on a mass scale, uh, let's say if there's a lot more people 
willing to buy EVs or driving EVs, uh, it's, it's also the, the, the infrastructure uh, in terms of people willing to, uh, to to charge. Because, you know, we drive a lot over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the mileage, dem- the, the demand for be commuting from one point to the other, etc. Uh, d- does that mean that we need more charging stations uh, pretty much everywhere and every street and every corner? Uh, and, and we are in the right direction here in the mm-hmm. country. Uh, that we've got in the shopping malls, offices, and uh, plenty of uh, other uh, recreational zones are also offering uh, these EV charging stations. But I think um, for us here, the the passion for the car is just yeah. for, for a fuel guzzling vehicle is still there. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think the questions that you 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 uh, raise are exactly the same as mine. I would want more more charging stations yeah. and also potentially lower costs uh, uh, when it comes mm. to EVs because the generic trend is Tesla yeah. uh, and they're not cheap they're no. not affordable for the everyday person so once and I think what Nissan are doing is, is a perfect example of competition is going to really benefit the consumer by driving those prices down where an average EV could potentially just be like an average fuel car exactly. um, which would be lovely but you know Contrastingly, actually, you could say that these ultra-low emission zones, as set in London recently, Mm. um, can maybe even push people to want to buy those EVs even more because it's been reported that these um, low emission zones could cost some London drivers up to four and a half thousand pounds a year. If you don't know what this is, it basically, if you have an old car that unfortunately emits a certain amount of CO2, then you have to pay a tax on top of that. And that could potentially deter people from not only living in London, but also having that car in itself. And if they have to live in London because their business, their work, they might choose to go for an electric vehicle. Exactly. So it's interesting um, in terms of people's um, perceptions when they change when it comes to uh, driving uh, in, in, let's say, in, 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 uh, in central London when you've got... Uh, uh, the, the courtesy of using public transport, which a lot of yeah. people do tend to uh, opt for. But I think, and 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 here in charge as well. Another interesting fact is that we've got that the taxis here are now becoming a very familiar sight. That we've got Tesla taxi cars. Ooh! So it's never been like uh, you know. We, initially, when we had a Tesla a taxi, it was amazing. Yeah. It was okay, one off that you'd see. Yeah, uh, uh, but you know, in in a while. But nowadays, we have a lot more Tesla taxis mm-hmm. uh, here in Sharjah. So, it's it's amazing to see that you know it's being quickly adapted in this part of the globe as well. And I think it's only a matter of time uh, when EVs will just dominate the mm-hmm. market and will have a bigger share in the vehicle market. It'd be funny if we had a classic car room Ooh. and it was just all of the regular cars that are today. Um, but I always find that if I get a Kareem anywhere and, yeah. and, and I get a Tesla, I always it's always a bit of a privilege, you know, yeah. I'm treating myself. Exactly. Because if you, if you go in one, I, I've only been in a few electric cars, it is a whole different experience. Yeah. Uh, uh, that level of tech that in the interior is absolutely incredible. And, and I think that would be a big draw from people. But, but the trend is what a, a lot of a lot of companies like Tesla and, and especially Nissan are really banking on. Exactly. I think uh, it's it's becoming, it, it's a fast emerging trend and I can see it growing to an mm-hmm. extent that maybe in five, 10 years time, 
Uh, and uh, as I said, the people will be thinking, did you guys really drive mm-hmm. uh, 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 petrol-driven cars? Oh, you know, I'm thinking 20 years down the line. Uh, but yes, it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, what the future holds. Well, it's an exciting time for Nissan and especially Europe if you're a, a lover of electric vehicles. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 7am.